What's good? It is Wednesday, March 31st, the last day of March here in 2021. Welcome into the Early Edge, powered as always by Sportsline. I am the coach, and we probably should have had a feeling that when Bounce Back Wednesday was on the horizon, that maybe our Tuesday wouldn't be that good. We finally came back to the pack. Still ended up 8-4 and four in the Sweet 16 and Elite 8, uh, but last night we lost both of those and a prop bet in the last minute of the game. But what do we always say here on the show? On to the next. So let's bring in our cappers right now. We've got a lot to talk about, a lot to get to. M Squared, good morning. Good morning, Coach. Still recovering from that Michigan loss last night. I actually tweeted about it. It was kind of insane that they won the rebounding battle by double digits, shot better from two and three, and still lost the game while holding a team to 51 points. But there were no adjustments, and they could make a layup. So there, there you go with that game. Maestro, what's good, man? Yeah, I just echo exactly what you were saying on Twitter about terrible coaching and no adjustments and just looked lifeless. Guys hesitant to shoot the threes when they were open. Instead, let's take a contested shot at the rim instead. Uh, really disappointed. But, you know, credit to UCLA. If yep. you have been rolling over a UCLA money line for every game this tournament, you're up over 11K. Wow. Yep. Wow. That's amazing. That's amazing. And probably nobody did it. But I'm going to think about it for next year. That's for sure. Uh, real quick, CBS Sports and Westinghouse are teaming up to give away a 65-inch television to celebrate the end of college basketball season, which has been amazing. Go to cbsports.com slash ionCBB to enter. The contest ends April 6th. That's cbsports.com slash ionCBB. No purchase necessary. 18-plus only in the U.S. I told you we have a lot to get to today, and we do. But let's start with the storylines that could affect the betting lines. And the big story, guys, is the NFL. Officially, they're going to 17 games. That's going to change so much in the sports betting community. Mikey, how do you think this could affect the futures and everything that goes in to what we do for the NFL season? Yeah, it's going to have a big impact. First of all, it's great for everyone here, obviously. More football all the time, more opportunities to take edges that you might have. However, I do think it's a spot where we might see – some rest candidates, right? So teams that might actually still rest players. We see it a lot in the NBA. I think that it's possible that we still see that a little bit in the NFL. In terms of running backs, we're going to see even more running back by committee. So that's something that could impact futures markets. It could impact fantasy and have fantasy implications. But overall, I think this is a really good thing for everyone involved if you're not one of the players out there on the field yourself. Yeah, I like it as well. You know, it, it's going to be tough adjusting to the new win totals. You know, a nine doesn't mean what it used to mean. Uh, you know, a 12 is what the Chiefs are. It uh, doesn't mean what it used to mean. And also, I, I agree with Mikey. With the new playoff system, with the extra game, those last three weeks of the season, you're going to have some real, uh, you know, coaches motivated to rest their guys when they can't get up to that number one overall seed with two, three games left. Uh, you're going to have to watch that closely. Yeah, that buy and only having one team with the buy certainly it changed last year and it's going to change it again. But we'll be here to educate you and entertain as we get to the NFL season. But we've got plenty of other storylines today as well. So quickly, let's get through those. Mikey, lay the, uh, the, lay the landscape for the NBA for everybody. All right, Coach, there's a busy day today. Ten games on the slate, starting with Miami and Indiana. Indiana has some questionable players here with Jeremy Lamb, Doug McDermott. I'm going to leave them relatively thin if they both sit. Uh McDermott missed the last game. Jeremy Lamb injury popped up in that game. They're going to be facing former teammates team Victor Oladipo. However, he will not be playing for the Miami Heat yet today. 
For the Detroit Pistons, Wayne Ellington, doubtful. Killian Hayes is close to his return, but not ready to return yet. Dennis Smith Jr. ruled out for this one as well. For the Houston Rockets, Daniel House upgraded to probable. Christian Wood has missed a little time lately. He is probable, but perhaps the biggest news here for them against the Brooklyn Nets, John Wall is questionable to play. Massive 13-point spread in this one, so pay attention to that. And then the biggest piece of the news of the night for me is a matchup with the Boston Celtics, Dallas Mavericks, Jalen Brown is still questionable for this game. And then one other obviously very significant piece is going to be Donovan Mitchell is out for the Utah Jazz on the road against Memphis. They're only five-point favorites. That's one of the lowest uh, numbers we've seen on them all season. Yeah, and uh, it started around seven and a half or eight, and Matt Severance had it at the site, and it's already dropped down to five because of Donovan Mitchell. But we can't emphasize enough. Listen to what Mikey tells you every day. The players that play and the players that don't affect everything. All right, Maestro, I know you have something on Gonzaga, UCLA. Yeah, this is the largest spread we've ever seen at a Final Four. And you asked me yesterday about Baylor-Houston, and I said, I think it's going to sit at five. I really don't know which way it's going to go. This one is only going up. You know, open 13 and a half. It's up to 14. I'm already seeing a 14 and a half. You know, how could you bet against this Gonzaga team? So I think this spread is only going one way. It's crazy. It's like 27 straight games they've won by double figures. And again, I should have stepped up yesterday, and it's my fault because I'm the, the catalyst of this show. I did not like the USC bet, and I will own it. And that was a site play, and we shouldn't have given it out. And uh, that's as honest as we could be. Well, Coach, okay. let me, Coach, let me just interrupt and say there were a lot of smart people across this sports betting world of ours who loved USC yesterday. So it wasn't just the site plays that liked USC. All right. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. I still feel bad, but all right. We got a lot to get to today. Oh, it's going to be fun too. Let's start with our sports line plays of the day. And we've got two. We're going to the NHL. Capitals couldn't cash for us last night, even though we had a 2-1 lead in the second period. Tonight, Maple Leafs minus 140 over the Jets. The Jets are playing their fourth game in six days. Jeff Hockman, he gave us his pick from Sportsline. He's 4-1 in his last five NHL money line picks. Second, let's go to the NBA. The Kings playing really good basketball as of late, plus 120. This is a graded A play at Sportsline against the Spurs. This hits in our simulations 58% of the time. It's an 8.30 Eastern tip. If you don't want to play the money line, it is plus 2.5 uh, at minus 110. Uh, you could play that as well. All right, now. It's Wednesday. That means we're on the deck of the Valero Texas Open, the last event before the Masters next week. So we have a special golf-only episode in your feed right now with me and Rick that we did yesterday. I'm going to give you two more plays right here on the show. Let's start with Charlie Hoffman, minus 110, over Siwoo Kim. Charlie has owned this tournament. He has made a living, literally, from this one tournament. He wears T-shirts that says how much money he's won from this tournament. Played really well last week until Sunday. Take him, minus 110. Second one, Sam Ryder, minus 125 over Phil Mickelson. Honestly, I couldn't believe this play was even available. Phil has not been good at all for well over a year. Sam Ryder has been constantly a top 15, top 20 machine in the last month. Take this one. It's an easy play, minus 125. All right, M squared, you know the drill. Give it to me. All right, Coach, I'm going to start with a baseball play. It's an early play for tomorrow on opening day, but I like the Minnesota Twins at basically even money here. It's minus 105 on both sides against the Milwaukee Brewers. Kenta Maeda on the mound against Brandon Woodruff. I love this spot for the Twins. I have them winning 57% of simulations, which is going to 
give you a pretty good value here at minus 105 in the market currently. I think this game will close around minus 120 as we should see more focus on baseball after tonight's NBA games are over, frankly. But I love the way they match up here. Woodruff is not someone who can pitch deep into ball games. The Minnesota Twins have a ton of power. They have enough speed in the lineup as well. I think that they get the job done here. I love Kenta Maeda the way he played last year. I love the way that he's going to play at the start of the season here. So MLB Twins minus 105. And then my second play, I'm going to the NBA. I like the Portland Trailblazers. As the road chalk here, minus seven against the Detroit Pistons. So I mentioned at the top of the show, the Pistons are going to be without Wayne Ellington. Killian Hayes hasn't returned yet. Dennis Smith Jr. is out as well. It's leaving them relatively thin when it comes to ball handling, right? That's normally okay, but they're going to have additional pressure that they're going to have to face tonight as they have to defend Damian Lillard, C.J. McCollum, and Norman Powell now. I think that that's where the Pistons are vulnerable. They are good with Jeremy Grant and Mason Plumlee. However, the Trailblazers have welcomed back Yusuf Nurkic. Robert Covington is no longer having to play an extended role that he really wasn't built for. Same goes for Derek Jones Jr. I love the Portland Trailblazers here, minus seven. Well, guess what? I don't love it. And I decided last night that I've got to have a bigger voice when it comes to the show. So... Sometimes we're not going to agree, and that's okay. But, Mikey, I love the Pistons in this game. because Let's bet on they've been what, what did you Let's say? Bet Let's bet on it. You, Put some money on it. You, you want to bet? Okay, okay. I, I was just actually going to use it as my dog of the day, personally. You know what? Let's make it. All right, let's bet. some. We'll, we'll decide off the air what it is, but it's going to be some serious money because I want to make sure you understand when you bet against me, you're betting against the world. So, I got the Pistons plus seven. You got Portland minus seven, and let's get after it. Also, if I win, you have to wear a Coach Mup t-shirt, and if you win, I'll wear dog ears courtesy of Chief for the show. All right? Love it. Serious money and that. Oh, oh, now I'm extra excited. And I'm also excited because you know our man that brings it home. Maestro, the floor is yours. All right, guys, I got a ton of props. I'm going to run through them really fast. Uh, Covington, you know, you mentioned Norman Powell in the lineup, but uh, still got 36 minutes the other day. He's gone double digits, four straight games, six out of seven. I like him over nine and a half points. And you could sprinkle a little bit on the money line on the plus money of plus 200 for him to make three three pointers or more. He's done that in four straight games. So uh, Covington is one play for tonight. And then two plays in the Pacers game. You know, Karis LeVert under 27 and a half points, assists, and rebounds. He has had some blow-up games, but against the Heat, he played him twice a couple of weeks ago. He just totaled 19 in each. This game is in Indiana, not in Miami, but still, 19 in both games. His number is 27 and a half. Go under there. Also, Miles Turner, under six and a half rebounds. In those games against the Heat, he had five and six. He's gone under this number. Uh, I believe it's five of his last six. So I'm going to go under six and a half rebounds for Miles Turner. And then I think my favorite play is Julius Randle under 17 and a half rebounds and assists. Last four games, he's averaging 10 and a half in that category. He has not gone over 13. And I think it's because Mitchell Robinson came back four games ago. Derek Rose came back a couple games ago. So the rebounds aren't there. The assists are not there. And this guy, he's played about 10 million minutes and he's wearing down. That's my favorite play of the day. So if it's your favorite play and we're laying 130, then that means that the juice is worth the squeeze. You're damn right it is. We're up against it. Let's go. Time for the recap. Thank you, Gregor. Here's what it looks like, and we've got a lot of plays. That top one, make sure you understand. I'm on the Pistons, and Mikey is on the Blazers, minus seven. There's a lot riding. Money, 
and pride. Now, twins, that's a tomorrow, 11.05 Pacific, 2 Eastern. Get that in. Opening day. We're going to have Major League Baseball all the way through starting tomorrow on every single show. All right. My golf picks for the week. Tournament picks, not round one. Tournament picks, Charlie Hoffman, minus 100 over Siwoo Kim, and Sam Ryder, minus 125 over Phil Mickelson. Love that one. Then the maestro, been really good on his props. Last night, we hit Michael Porter Jr. in the first half. Robert Covington over 9.5 points, and maybe sprinkle a little bit on three three-pointers or more. That's a plus 200. And then Karis LeVert, under 27.5 combined points, rebounds, and assists. Miles Turner, under 6.5 rebounds. And Julius Randle, the maestro's favorite play of the day, under combined 17.5 rebounds and assists. And our sports line plays of the day, NHL, Maple Leafs minus 140 over the Jets. And the Kings in the NBA, plus 120 on the money line. Or if you prefer, you can get two and a half points in that game against the Spurs. Wow, this feels good. You've got your marching orders. Let's take every single ticket, except the Blazers, straight to the pay window. For M Squared, for Chief, and my personal dog of the day, for the maestro, for Greg. Do not call me Gary, our producer. I am the coach. This is the only place. We love it, and we do it all for you. For the Daily Early Edge, good luck.